Welcome to the next podcast of the European Marie Curie Innovative Training Network Carusian, dedicated to talk about the relations between kidney failure and cardiovascular diseases. I'm your host Eva Straussfeld and today we talk with Nicolas Rapp. Nicolas earned his bachelor degree in biosciences in Frankfurt and subsequently studied pharmaceutical biotechnology in Ulm on a master's level. He is now an early-stage researcher within the Carusian Consortium, based in the School for Cardiovascular Research in Maastricht. His project is built around the effects of uremia on vascular calcification, with a focus on atherosclerosis development. Nicolas, can you clarify a bit for us what your research is about? Of course, Eva, and thank you for the kind introduction. One of the kidney's functions is to remove organic waste from the blood. In chronic kidney disease, it slowly loses its ability to effectively do this, which then leads to an accumulation of these waste products in the blood. We refer to this as uremia, and the waste products are called uremic toxins, because they can do harm to the body and impair its normal function. Typically, the toxins start to accumulate when the kidney has lost around half of its normal filtration capacity. Chronic kidney failure and its related diseases affect up to 1 in 6 people in Europe. Impairment of the kidney functions lead to a very strong increase in the risk to develop a cardiovascular disease. In fact, a person which is in a very late stage of chronic kidney failure and has lost most of its kidney function can have an up to 500% increased risk in suffering a cardiovascular event, for example heart failure or atherosclerosis. Atherosclerosis is a vascular disease which refers to the formation of precipitate in blood vessels. These so-called plaques can grow through the whole interior of the vessel and block the blood flow. This is a process in which mineral depositions play an important role, a process we refer to as calcification. And one link between kidney failure and vascular malformations, like calcifications, are the uremic toxins. Blood vessels are supposed to be flexible in order to maintain important body functions like the blood pressure. Mineral depositions in the vascular wall, which consists of calcium and phosphate, make the vessel stiffer and by this partially take away the regulatory ability from the vessels. In very advanced stages, the vessel wall can contain so much calcium, it looks like a piece of bone. The inner part of the vascular wall mainly consists of cells called vascular smooth muscle cells. We, in our research group, believe that these cells change their behavior in patients suffering from chronic kidney disease in a way that they show characteristics of bone-forming cells. These changes then result in the increased deposition of minerals in the vascular wall, resembling the process of bone formation. We also think that they change their behavior due to the effects of uremic toxins. Uremic toxins can be calcium or phosphate themselves. Both are taken up daily with food and the body cannot excrete them properly anymore, so their concentration increases in the blood and has been shown to negatively affect the muscle cells in the vessel wall. To date, around 160 compounds are classified as uremic toxins and the number has been increasing since the first comprehensive analysis in 2003. However, the uremic toxins with a known effect on the vascular smooth muscle cells cannot fully explain the malfunctions of the vascular wall in chronic kidney disease patients. Therefore, we analyzed the blood serum of patients suffering from chronic kidney disease by which we hope to identify either new and formerly unknown uremic toxins or newly shown negative effects of known uremic toxins. 
This will help us to further understand the process underlying the vascular complications in chronic kidney disease. And since, unfortunately, there is not much we can do to stop the progression of this disease, we think the results of my project could potentially reveal new targets which can be addressed by medication to reduce the patient burden. I hope I could lift the veil around this disease a little bit and thank you Eva for having me here today and giving me the opportunity to talk about my project. Thank you for your explanation. And to our listeners, I would be glad to welcome you to our next episode of the Carusian podcast.